Thank you for joining the Dark Light Podcast. Here at the Dark Light Podcast, you will find information about the absolute truth. Hang on tight as we go to discover the light in the darkness. Ephesians 6 verse 12, Berean Literal Bible. Because to us the wrestling is not against blood and flesh, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the cosmic powers of this darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. The fog is rolling in from the ocean. The mist is creeping through the grass. The sands of time are slowly slipping away. And we are awestruck by the enormity of the darkness in which we live. This is supposed to be the enlightened age. The age of knowing. Our ability to connect mind to mind, spirit to spirit, soul to soul, is almost a assumed reality. And yet, we all are like a bunch of lemmings just running away, running down the hill to the edge of the precipice. And as we jump into the ocean of unknowing, we find ourselves drowning in the sea. It's almost impossible to step away from all of the made-up systems of thought and function in today's computerized silicon valley controlled business platforms and educational systems in which we live. So many of us are too busy trying to make a living that we forgot how to live. We don't know what it means to be a real person. Artificial intelligence 
has taken over our world. And we don't even give it a second thought. Too many of us have stopped asking why. We've stopped looking. We've just thrown up our hands and said, oh well, life goes on. But it really doesn't. We have become the walking dead. The very people that we criticize and ignore from other cultures, from other time periods, from other worlds. Zombies. We have given up our humanity. And at the same time, we pretend to be spiritual beings. But spiritual beings in a disconnected world means nothing. It also means nothing if you're connected to the wrong cosmic spirituality. Every coin has two sides. Every spiritual reality has two sides. There is only one truth. And that concept, that reality, that truth is almost impossible to get people to believe in, to get people to see, to get people to accept as the truth, because it is the truth. We'd much rather live in a world of make-believe, Disneyland, a world of escapism, movies, entertainment, sports, things that bring us temporary relief from our humdrum non-specific worlds in which we function we exist we really aren't living we're just going along with the flow hoping that nobody notices that we're drowning. But as the fog rolls in and the coolness of the air begins to 
touch our skin, we begin to sweat because we know that the end is near. We realize that things are changing. We find ourselves gasping for breath, hoping against hope that there's some way to reverse reality, to stop the hands of time, to go back and relive our life and edit out our mistakes. The artificial intelligence world has given us those pseudo promises that we'll be able to upload our consciousness into the great matrix, into the machine, and therefore live forever in the machine. And for some of us, we almost believe them. And so we live our real lives in a fake existence, hoping that the upload of our consciousness comes soon before we take our last breath, before we have to face the Grim Reaper. Today, the truth will be revealed. The cosmic truth about the cosmic spirituality, the cosmic realm, the world within a world, the world that is more real than your actual day-to-day existence. talk about plastic people people that are fake they smile they pretend to be your friends but in reality they're your enemies stabbing you in the back every chance they get talking behind your back destroying you within your community within your fellowship within your group It's almost as if it's a pastime for them. Two-faced. Jekyll and Hyde. Why do we kid ourselves and act like the truth is unknowable? The truth is gone. The truth doesn't exist anymore. 
Why do we think that? Is it that we've given up the search? Today, we are going to look and ponder the reality of the cosmic world. Spirituality which knows no boundaries. Her name was Anastasia. I remember her face well. It was soft and kind. But she had eyes of steel, deep blue eyes that could look right through you. And in an instant you felt drawn to her powers. Of course, by the time I entered Anastasia's school of tarot I had already been an adept trained to be a warlock for years and years I had studied and practiced the arts the dark arts the realization that there is really no difference between white magic and black magic took years for me to truly understand in my teachings I was being trained, indoctrinated into a world that is more real than the world in which we function and exist. A world where reality and dreams interact, merge, become one, and suddenly you're able to see and understand. Everything about the cosmos, everything we know about life really ends up in the spiritual realm. Without spiritual 
connectivity. You're just one of the walking dead. You're just eking out an existence. You're just a useless eater. Someone who can be blown away in the wind. Dust in the wind. And so I made it a point to be the best student that I could possibly be. Learn everything there is to know about that other world. Cosmic spirituality. Everything exists for a purpose. Every experience that you have in your life is placed there for a reason. We don't like to think about that too much. We like to pretend that we have control over our lives. That we are the captain of our own ships. That we have the ability to direct our futures. But the truth be told, you were born to serve. The question is, who's your master? Who are you serving? Who controls your cosmic spirituality. Sometimes when we close our eyes and we take that deep breath and let it out while all of the stress and all of the tiredness of the day slowly begins to leave our minds. We can get a glimpse of that other world. We can find a way to grasp just a little whiff of the essence of the other world. Right before you go to sleep, you can look through the crack in the open door to the other world. For many of us, we just don't want to look. So we slam the door shut and hope that the other side 
doesn't really exist. And we live our life day to day with no connection to the cosmic spirituality. For some of us, we are curious when we start out in life, wondering what the path is that we're walking on, who is going to enter into our life and influence our world in such a way that we become the person of destiny. For some of us, that process has been short-circuited. For some of us, we've just decided to ignore the reality of our lives and hope that we get a second life, a third life. We hope that maybe in the reincarnation process we'll somehow come back as something more significant not less. Of course, that depends on your cosmic spirituality, connectivity. The truth is the issue. We can live in Disneyland for only so long. We can live in a make-believe world for only so long. Reality will strike back. And when it does, we will be destroyed because of our lack of cosmic, spiritual connectivity. Make no mistake, the world of which I speak is absolutely real. But of course, like many things in life, in order to understand that world, you must experience that world. For without experience, it's as if nothing really exists. When we're babies, we stick everything in our mouth to try to understand its reality. We end up sucking our thumbs and it gives us a sense of temporary comfort because we know our thumbs are real and we can sense that reality when we're sucking on our thumbs 
course, as we get older, our parents, our teachers, tell us to stop sucking our thumbs because we look silly. We look like babies. People who haven't grown up, haven't faced reality, haven't gone forward in life. We got stuck in the halfway house. We didn't really learn our lessons. And so we end up paying the price. The Ephesians who lived in the old world of Ephesus were highly educated, schooled, learned individuals. They had the ability to study at some of the finest schools, at some of the best universities of the day. And they also had powers, black art powers, cosmic spirituality powers. So when we see this verse, which was written in the New Testament of the Bible, in the book and the letters of Ephesians written to the early Christian church in Ephesus, we see that the focus is not on flesh and blood. It's not like the Romans who spent their time in entertainment, wrestling, playing sports. Oh no, the Ephesians were far more serious. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood. This reality of the two worlds, one seemingly physical and one seemingly almost non-existent spiritual world is brought to focus here in this verse. We're not fighting a physical fight with another person. We're not manhandling the world around us, pushing the car down the street, pushing obstacles out of our way. But instead, we're wrestling with another reality, a cosmic spirituality, a world within a world, 
that controls every breath we take. Your spiritual perspective is the one thing that will guide your life. It's the one thing that controls your very existence. And yet, for most of us, we barely give it a second thought. It's almost as if we don't think it exists. And if we don't think it exists, maybe we think it'll just go away. But it never does. So it's time for you to take the bull by the horns. It's time for you to see the light. Cosmic spirituality is not one-sided. Like every coin, it has two sides. Like everything in this world, there are two perspectives, at least. The tree of knowledge of good and evil. The forbidden tree. And yet we keep eating the fruit from the forbidden tree. Why is that? Do we think that it will give us eternal life? That only comes from eating from the tree of life. The tree of knowledge of good and evil is not half good, half evil. It's forbidden. And yet, we spend our days eating the fruit from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The two-sided coin. Cosmic spirituality is at the foundation of all reality. The Ephesians knew this and they spent their days practicing the dark arts. Until one day the truth came to them and they realized that their spiritual connectivity was founded and based and connected to the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. The powers of darkness 
were everywhere, even in their political, religious communities. It was as if they had immersed themselves into a ocean of cosmic awareness. And there was no way to escape it. For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against authorities, powers of darkness in high places, cosmic spirituality gone mucky muck. The reason why the Ephesians are addressed in this letter to the early Christian church in such a dramatic way trying to separate truth from fiction the reality from the reality life from the life that leads to destruction the reason that this letter was written to this early Christian church was to warn them and to instruct them in the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. Cosmic spirituality has two sides. A true side and a false side. The problem is the false side is not false. It's very real. And therein lies the problem. The problem that we have today is that we think that we can separate the good and the evil from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. That cannot be done. Let me be clear. You will know the truth and the truth will set you free. It is the truth as it is in Jesus, the Christ, that sets you free. It is the truth of the cosmic spirituality that enhances your life and allows you to enter in to the glorious future. Demonology, the study of satanic rituals embedded even within the Christian community 
is a reality that we must not ignore. We must be ready to fight and wrestle against spiritual wickedness in high places. The cosmic spiritual realm is real. You can ignore it, but it will be at your own demise. Those things that we ignore are the very things that come back to destroy us. The weakest link is your lack of knowledge on the very given subject that can save your life. Study to show yourself approved. In Ephesus, the early Christian church knew this reality and they chose not to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And it says that they burned their books on the black arts. They shut the door on the world of the Greeks and the spirituality of the Greco-Roman world. They turned their back on the powers of darkness that gave them the ability to see the future. They shut it down. Why? Because their goals had changed. The reality that they lived under was a new and living reality, a cosmic spirituality, a spirituality connected to the true source of all things spiritual. The dark side no longer held sway in their lives. The ability to produce large amounts of wealth from understanding the future from being connected to the mysterious dark forces no longer interested them. Why? Because they had come into the living reality, the living truth presented exclusively by Jesus the Christ. Spiritual connectivity is the issue. Your spiritual connection is at stake.
If you believe that you can be a Christian and at the same time accept the idea that you have a soul, that you have an immortal soul that lives forever, which is the first lie told by the serpent in the garden. If you think that you can be a Christian and dabble in the black arts, I'm here to tell you, you will die the death. There is no possible way for you to serve two masters. Oh, you will serve one, no doubt. Choose you this day whom you will serve. Take a stand. Stop thinking that it doesn't matter what day I go to church on. It doesn't matter whether I go to church or not. It doesn't matter whether I have a spiritual connection to the truth as it is in Jesus. If it doesn't matter, then you're a zombie. If it doesn't matter, then you're just one of the walking dead. If it doesn't matter, then you're just stuck in the matrix. You haven't been red-pilled. Come out into the light. from someone who used to live in that world, the world of darkness and light, the world of shadows, the world of mist, Take it from me. Choose the truth as it is in Jesus the Christ. And you will never regret it. You have been listening to The Dark Light. Thank you for joining us. Please like, subscribe, and tell your friends about the Dark Light Podcast. We would love to have you here each and every day to discover the light in the darkness. Thank you.